Hello, this is Aubin Palmer and welcome to Everyday Thriving, Business Success for Women. Listen to this podcast if you're ready to step into your full power as a woman running a business and stop using the models you've seen the men use. I want to help you learn how to go with the flow, use your intuition, and not hustle to create the business you want and thrive. Let's go. Hello, everybody. So glad to be with you again this week. This is Aubin, your host, and I just love doing this podcast and talking with you to help you build your business, to feel confident, to know what to do with your skills, and to move forward creating the thriving life and business you want. I am so excited today to have a guest with me, and her name is Candace Hilton, and we've known each other for about two years now. We go to a networking group together, and she's just one of my favorite people. She's always happy and positive and just fun to be around, and she runs her own business with her husband, and I asked her here today to talk about entrepreneurial families because this is pretty unique that they are both entrepreneurs and not only both entrepreneurs but together they run a business together so I thought she had such great perspective on how this works as a family and if you have a family and you're the only entrepreneur your husband's an entrepreneur nobody understands entrepreneurship I just wanted to talk with her and help you gain perspective of how to really make it work no matter what family dynamics you have with being an entrepreneur with you. So to get started, hello, Candice. Thank you for being here today. Hi, guys. I am so excited to be here. I cannot wait to dive deep into this. Thank you so much. So tell everyone what you do. I didn't say what your business was at all. So I wanted you to say what you and your husband do together. Yeah. So me and my husband are a wedding photographer and videographer duo. We do destination weddings mostly. So we travel quite a bit. I also dabble in the wedding planner and wedding day coordinator area as well. That's beautiful. And tell us a little bit about how you guys got started, what it all looked like starting a business with your husband, because not very many people can say they own a business and work with their husband and that's their only jobs. Yes. So me and my husband have been together now for four years. Um, and it basically just kind of happened after COVID. We had some friends that got, got married. They needed some videos. My sister-in-law got married, asked my husband to just record her wedding. And then we just had people reach out. We honestly just started posting on Instagram. After that, people were like, oh my gosh, I love your work. I love that you're a husband wife duo. And to be completely honest, there weren't a ton of duos at the time. I feel like over the last three, four years, duos have popped up everywhere. But I would say that we're definitely, you know, in that first little group that got started. And we love it. We've just been growing and everything. We're on our third full year of doing this, which is insane and amazing at the same time. But yeah, we work together. Yeah. yeah. So tell me a little more about how you guys got started in this business because we were talking and I think it's really cool to hear about how the evolution of you both had jobs and how it ended up you both quitting your jobs and going all in on your business together. Yeah. So in February of 2021, um, we decided that like we could make this a business and I loved it. And I honestly have loved the wedding industry forever. 
and have always been in it. My husband has his degree in digital cinematography. So for the two of us to go into this industry was perfect. But basically what happened was we in January 2021, we were just kind of like, hey, we actually enjoy what we do. We're pretty fun at this. A couple people had reached out to us and said, hey, can you do our wedding? And I remember the very first wedding, like McKay came to me and he was like, hey, they want me to do their video, but they're really looking for a photographer. Would you be interested in doing it? And I remember being like, I don't know, people want me to do their wedding. Like, how how is that going to be? <laughs> like, I was so nervous. And I remember being like, this is a huge day in these people's lives. And they're going to trust me with their wedding photos. And after I did it, oh man, I was like on YouTube learning how to use Lightroom. I wanted to know everything. And I just soaked up this education. And then the next month, like I was like, let's post on Instagram. Let's like see if we can get anybody. We booked six weddings just back to back to back. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, like I think we have a business And so at the end of February, 2020, I turned to McKay and I said, I think I'm going to quit my job. And I did. And I absolutely love my job. I, the only reason that I quit was because our business blew up. It just grew and grew and grew. And then that was when I joined Elevate. That's where we met at our women's networking group. And then after that, I remember in July, In July 2021, we had done some weddings throughout the summer, booking more. People were starting to inquiry for 2022. And I remember sitting in our networking group being like, I think that McKay should quit his full-time job. And at this point, like, I was like, okay, I already quit. It was good. It was great. But like, we always still had that steady stream of income with McKay's job. And we sat down. My parents are entrepreneurs. So I sat down with them. I said, what do we need to have in order for us to quit and to go and do this full time? And my parents kind of gave us some advice. They got us in contact with a financial advisor. We sat down with them, chatted about it. And I remember in September, I came home one night, sat down with McKay and I said, go ahead and quit your job. And McKay had known, I think, like since about July that like we could turn this into a business. But I think I was so scared on the inside to just be mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, go ahead and quit your job. Like, no, that's our steady stream of income. Yeah. And after that, we just threw everything we had into it. We did tons of education. We got really familiar with social media. We just kind of grew and really put ourselves out there. And here we are now having this amazing, successful business. We do this full time together with two kids, which is a whole new ballgame for us. But we love it. I love everything you just shared. And I think it's so powerful to see that you can quit your job and go all in on your entrepreneurial business because I work with a lot of women and they do still have another job themselves or a husband with another job, a steady income. And I love this example of you guys just going all in saying, okay, we have enough evidence that this business is working and it's going to get bigger if we go all in on it. We're having fun. How fun that is to work with your husband to do that together. Um, And you mentioned too that your parents were entrepreneurs. And do you feel like that helped you having grown up in an entrepreneurial home to put that faith in having your own business? Oh, yes, it did. My mom has been our biggest cheerleader. My parents 
have run about four successful businesses now. They are actually currently just started up their fifth business. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it was amazing. So back in the early 2000s, like we're talking like 2001, 2002, when Amazon had like first become a thing, my mom was an OG Amazon seller. She ran an online library where she would buy books and then people would find them online and she would ship them out. So I grew up watching that. I actually grew up with basically a full library in my house and I loved it. It gave me my love for reading. I love to read now, but I watched my mom do that. And my mom was like the PTA mom. She, I was in like sports. My siblings are in sports. And so she was still there to everything. But while we were all in school, she ran a successful business. And when she decided to sell it, she said, I think I'm going to just step away. This business got so big um, and she ended up selling the business. And it was amazing to sit back and watch. And I was like, whoa, like my mom doesn't work a nine to five. My mom doesn't do that. Granted, my dad still did work a nine to five. Um, But at the time I got to sit back and be like, oh my gosh, how cool is that? Like my mom is her own like woman. She's her own boss. She doesn't have to like check in with anybody. And I was obsessed with it. And I remember being like, I want to be like that. I wanted to be like my mom. I wanted to work for myself and be able to have the freedom and those types of things. And I loved it. And then as I got into junior high, my parents ran a um, tow truck company where they did that for quite a few years. And as I got older, you know, I kind of sat back and I was like, whoa, like this is cool. Like I watched my mom, you know, always like on phone calls doing things. But no matter what, as I was playing sports, my parents never once missed a game. They never once missed coming to an activity. They were always there. Um, And I also grew up with great grandparents. They were amazing My grandmother lived down the road from us and so did my grandpa. And so I was able to create a bond with them that I don't think anybody else would have been able to create because, you know, school, school would get out and my mom would pick me up and she'd be like, Hey, I got to go, you know, do this. And I'd be like, cool, I'm going to go hang out with my grandma. And I think sometimes people are like, Oh, I could never. And I'm like, my grandma, one of my best friends. I talk to that woman three to four times a day still (laughs) like love her. So growing up with parents who are entrepreneurs really pushed me, um, into seeing that like traditional jobs aren't the whole thing. They're not the whole picture that you can be successful and be your own boss. And some people are way better at being their own boss. And some people are way better sitting in a corporate position and they enjoy that. You know, I think that it really goes along with personality. I agree. And I love how you're talking about just this upbringing you had that gave you the confidence to be an entrepreneur. But something else in your story that caught my attention was that you didn't have like a degree in photography. You didn't have all the training, but you believed in yourself. And I think this is something that sometimes stops a lot of entrepreneurs, especially if they've come from a corporate world or family thinking, I have to have a degree. I have to have a hundred certifications. I have to have all this outside validation but you're such a successful photographer for expensive weddings because you taught yourself and you believe in yourself. So tell me more about that of getting over the imposter syndrome and really believing I am a professional photographer. Oh man. Yes. That imposter syndrome, it is like the one thing that I feel like this year I've really been able to be like, 
you know what? No, I am good. Like that imposter syndrome though, it takes over sometimes and it gets a little stressful, but truly I think that it was believing in myself, but also having McKay believe in me. Um, you know, with him, he has a degree in digital cinematography. So cameras, the technology, it's his whole world. And I really remember him just encouraging me. And he would be like, you know, watch this course and do this. And we bought a couple courses and I would watch things on YouTube. And honestly, I like soaked in the education. I wanted to know so badly about how to get better and how to learn. And when it came to that, though, I think that what people don't realize, too, is with photography is that the way that you treat your clients on their wedding day and throughout their whole wedding process leaves a core memory for them. I will forever be attached to the core memory of their ceremony. I will forever be attached to the core memory of their engagement pictures. And I think that that's what like drove me was knowing that not only am I capturing these beautiful once in a lifetime moments, but I'm also attaching like my, like what they're feeling on their wedding day, on their, you know, engagement type picture day and different things like that. And I think that that was what really just nailed it in for me. And I spent a lot of time making sure that like when I go to a wedding, it doesn't matter if I've had the most crazy day or if things have gone on that I show up for my client and that my work is a representation of that day. And I really dove deep into that. That is so beautiful, Candice. And I love, you know, we went into like what the purpose is for you and you found it. And that's how you got over the imposter syndrome. I think taking the courses and educating yourself, of course, helped. But what you touched there on the end, I think is so important for everyone listening to really hear because it was her passion to help people have that core memory and to be a part of it and do it her authentic. And if you just know Candace, she's just such a friendly, inviting person. So of course, she's an amazing wedding photographer because of just who she is. And this is what I love to help you as an entrepreneur see that you feel this calling to do this job for a reason and that you can do it yourself. And so many women start off with this passion, start off with this self-belief, and then they start comparing themselves to other people and they get the imposter syndrome and they shut down and they're not getting maybe as many clients right away as they wanted. And so they think, oh, it's not going to work. I'm going to give up. But this is the kind of stuff that Candace is talking about that's going to help you keep going and to believe in yourself because you know, okay, I see why people need this service. I can do this. I'm going to make sure I get all the training I need. I don't have to have the degrees and stuff other people necessarily need. People don't care about that as much. They want to see your photos, not your degrees. Like that's what's going to make them work with you. And that's that's true for you, whatever business you're doing. They want to see the results you're going to give them. What have you done for other people? That's what's going to make them trust you to work with you. And I think that's so important. I love how you shared that, Candice. And I also loved how you said, the belief of your husband helped you a lot. And I know sometimes women's husbands don't support them as much, and that can be a lot harder. But you have mentioned to me that your husband's family was not an entrepreneurial family, so you haven't had like 100% support in all of your family. So how has that been like, and with this context of helping someone that doesn't have everyone in their family believing in them as an entrepreneur, how have you been able to work with that? 
Yeah. So I think that this is so big. Um, Like I said, you know, came from entrepreneur parents myself. My husband did not. He came from a very traditional family. He, his mom was a stay at home mom. His dad worked a nine to five, Um, you know, and I think that there's such a big thing in that because I definitely can see where with my husband, you know, it made him realize that like, there's more out there that you can have these jobs and do these types of things. But Really, I think it took like the fear out as they saw us grow. And as every parent would, they're going to have a little bit of fear for their child to make sure that they are prepared for the future, to make sure that they have these things. And obviously people are like, you know, you want a job that's going to be successful. You want a job that's going to, you know, have this and that and different things. And I think that that is what keeps people away from entrepreneur work. I think it is the, oh, what? I don't have health insurance or I'm not going to have this or I'm not going to have that. And truly, there are so many programs, there are so many things out there that you can use, that can help you, Um, you know, and I think that that's where like our parents' generation kind of comes from when they're like, oh, I don't, you don't have this and you don't have that or you don't have, you know, like that nine to five kind of like somebody else is paying you to do these things. It's like, hey, if you don't work, you don't make money. And I think for my husband, it took a little bit of time for him to realize that and to kind of see those things. But now, like, you know, talking with his family and stuff, like I definitely can see where they have watched us grow and a little little less of that fear is there because they've seen us make it. But I think in the beginning, we told them, I remember my husband wanting to tell them, like, I quit my job. And then he was like, I don't know, what are they going to think? And I was like, um, I can't tell you that. Like, I don't know what they're going to think. They are either going to be extremely proud of us for doing this or they're probably going to be a little bit nervous for us doing this. And I remember when we sat down and we finally said like, hey, McKay quit his job and we're going to run this business full time. They were like, you know, we're proud of you. You know, do you have all your ducks in a row kind of thing? Like, do you know, like how to do all of these things? And we were so blessed to be able to answer all of those questions and say, yes, like we did not just decide to up and quit our jobs one day because we're like, oh, we'll see if it works out. We had backup plans. If it didn't work out, if we didn't book enough weddings, we had my parents who basically gave us the handbook on how to be entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and held our hand and walked us through that first year of everything we needed to do. But it really was going into it like prepared. We were like, you know, we've gone through everything. We've talked with people. We've sat down. We've looked at our, you know, cost of living. We've looked at the cost of running a business. And we truly think that we can do this. And after that, I definitely can see where maybe their fear kind of finally settled a little bit. They were like, okay, maybe they actually can do this. And now it's amazing because we have been doing it for so long now. Yeah. And it's so fun to watch you because we met almost two years ago and you said you were doing this three years. So I kind of have seen you go through this and grow and just explode in your, your cool (laughs) business that you do. So I love what you were saying there. And it's so powerful because you guys stood up for yourself and said, you know, this is what we did. You didn't ask for their permission or blessing, but you still knew what you were doing. You were prepared. You were taking care of yourselves, but you love them enough to share with it. And to me, kind of what I'm hearing there is that you weren't dependent on their approval 
to believe in yourselves and decide that's what you're going to do. And I've heard so many women say, oh, I can't go on on this business because my husband doesn't approve or my parents or my in-laws or somebody. And it's, it's hard because your family does matter a lot. I believe in family so much. I am so close with my family. But what would you say to somebody that is struggling with this? Like my family doesn't improve of my desire to be an entrepreneur, but I'm still going to do it even if they don't approve. Yeah, I guess my biggest piece of advice was one, believe in yourself and two, find the community that does that does believe in you. I think that that is huge. It's community. Um, and I truly like found that community. I work with some amazing women that I was able to kind of take a step into and be like, you guys believe in me. Like no matter what, I found this amazing group of friends, this amazing group of women. We meet multiple times a month and I'm able to like express what's going on and talk to them. But not just that, I was able to pull ideas from other people. I was able to be like, hey, you know, like I want to do this. Like you maybe have been in business a little bit longer than me. You know, what do you think? And I think Something that really helped me is if you don't have family that's believing in you, if you don't have those things, you know, believing in yourself is so big. I did a lot of self-reflection, a lot of work with myself of being like, I am good. I can do this. Um, And I think that it just meant so much. I definitely feel like I've always kind of had that though, where I have always felt that my parents kind of always raised me to be whatever I wanted to. Um, It definitely taking a step back and looking at my husband though, however, it took him a little bit of time to be like, I can do this. This is me. You know, he had to have that self-reflection. Men and women alike, I think you need to have that But, you know, it's really hard when you feel like you don't have people who believe in you, but you don't need to prove it to anybody. You literally have no one to prove it to except for yourself. And I think that that is your biggest piece of advice is prove it to yourself why you can do this and prove it to yourself of why people, you know, can come to you. You want to be their go-to person okay, prove it. Like prove that you want to do that. And don't prove it to the girl next door. Don't prove it to your mom, your mother-in-law, your your husband, whatever, but do it for yourself. Look in the mirror every day and just say like, I'm running this business for me. I'm doing this to better my life. And if you're a mother, you know, maybe you're doing this to bring in extra income for your kids to do things, to have activities and stuff like that. But man, it's It's amazing once you truly step into that and you find that passion as to what you want to do. When you step into your passion, you're going to realize like no one can stop me. And I think that that was the biggest thing for me. I stepped into what I was most passionate about. I was like the OG when Pinterest came out, had like the wedding board when I was like 12, 13. Like I had my wedding board. I'm like, I'm not getting married for like 15 years. (laughs) Who cares? I wanted to have it all. Um, Even before Pinterest was a thing, I have always had a passion for weddings. I remember like looking back into my childhood my favorite shows were like, say yes to the dress. And I would sit and watch it with my mom. And I would be like, (laughs) it's my favorite. And I think now like my passion really was that like, 
I love beautiful moments and not just beautiful moments, but I love to capture beautiful moments. I love being able for people to look back on that day and be like, oh my gosh, I get to relive this for the rest of my life. That's so beautiful. And I love what you're touching on there of just really stepping all in into your passion, which is what you're really doing when you're an entrepreneur. So many people do work jobs that they don't necessarily love because they do need money to survive. But if you are able to go all in on a passion with your business and provide money, and the money you can make in entrepreneurship is limitless. There is no, like you're stuck at this cap of the salary you can make. You can make as much as you want. And that is just so expansive for you as a person. And when you're doing it, like you're describing, this has been your passion your whole life. That's really when you're stepping into the true entrepreneur spirit. And this is something I love to talk to women about because I see so many women holding themselves back and acting like they are working for someone else, even though they're working for themselves. Like you really do have so much freedom and you get to decide the hours you work. You get to decide what it looks like. You get to decide, yeah, I want to go to these events for my kids and I want to go be here and do this. And you get to really step into the enjoying all the benefits of being an entrepreneur. But to do that, just really go all in and say, I am my own boss. I do what I want. I create the business I want. And I just feel like you're just the way you're describing this, Candace, is so beautiful of just really living this. And if there was one last thing that you want to share with people of really being an entrepreneur and having it in your family with your husband, what would you say is just the best part for you of having this as your family's business? Oh, my gosh. There's so many best parts of this. One <laughs> is I get to spend most days with my husband. And I think the cool thing is being a wedding photographer, me and my husband get to go to weddings all the time. Like we get to work in a place where people are in love. Like people are there to celebrate people in love. How cool is that to have a job yeah. surrounded by everyone who is so happy and in love and in the moment. Like I get to do that for a living. It's so amazing. But really, truly like working with my husband, I definitely feel like balance. Balance is our biggest like takeaway in business. We balance our family. We balance our business, you know, making sure that we have time with our kids. One big thing for us is, you know, like even when we started our business, our daughter, she was little. She was just a baby when we decided to start this business. And last year we decided to have another baby. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're having another baby and we're entrepreneurs. What are we doing? And it was amazing. I can't, I like, I look back and I'm like, I can't even imagine life without our little baby. And I mean, he's 14 weeks old. So running a business with a newborn and being pregnant doing that was a definite challenge in itself, but in the best way possible. Like, I love it. We have supportive grandparents who are so involved in our kids' lives, and they are a huge reason as to why we have the destination portion of our weddings and our work is because the grandparents either love to travel with us or our daughter gets to stay home and hang out with them. Um, and I think that that like kind of goes back into even my childhood. Like I spent a lot of time with my grandma 
And it just made my bond with her so special. Like I said, I talked to my grandma all the time. She's my best friend. Um, and so was my mom. Like I got to hang out with her all the time. She was, like I said, to everything. And it's kind of the same way with our daughter. I watch, but I watch her now and she's creating these bonds that she'll have for the rest of her life with her grandmas and her grandpas. And it's so amazing because in order to run this business, it really was like us being able to do it, having balance with our kids, being able to spend, you know, a few days a week, being able to hang out with them, take them out for activities and stuff, but also knowing being like, Hey, I'm in the office. I'm working at this time. And, you know, we were blessed enough to have those grandparents kind of help us get kickstarted into things of like, Hey, we'll watch her for you while you're working. We'll, you know, take her while you're at a wedding and stuff like that. And we've been so blessed over the last year to really kind of take a step back and say, okay, you know, we absolutely love having our grandparents help us. You know, we're financially in a spot where we want to get a little bit more help. And we were able to hire a nanny to kind of come in and help us a little bit more with kids. But I think when it comes to it, you know, what we love the most is that we get to have family and we get to be in our kids' lives without just being like absolutely purely exhausted. You know, I think that that's so hard when you work, you know, a corporate lifestyle, a nine to five, you know, you get up, your kids are gone. You don't see them all day. You get home, you're exhausted and really being able to take the time and just play with them and moms alike too. I mean, I am a huge one who works during nap time. Like I live for a good nap time where I'm able to work, but it truly comes down to having my husband be my biggest supporter and being his biggest supporter and having our kids. I really think having our kids drives our passion even more because we want to show them that like you can be anything in this world. You want to go to school and be a lawyer. You want to be a doctor. I will support it. You want to be a creator and travel the world. I will support it. I believe in it. So it's so amazing. And to all of the moms who are working on growing their entrepreneur business and working on, you know, wanting to become something and wanting to grow something. I think my biggest piece of advice is, you know, maybe take a step back, write it out, you know, do your little mind mapping. And what are you doing this business for? Are you doing it for extra income? Are you doing it for freedom with your kids? Are you doing it for your own sanity and mental health? Are you doing it for, um, you know, because You want your kids to be able to see that they can be anything in the future and make sure that when you are doing something that you absolutely love, you're doing it because you have the passion for it. I think a lot of times, you know, people jump into being like, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. I don't really know what I want to do, but I want to do something. And that's why I absolutely love Aubin because she totally helps people find what they're made to do, you know, helping women find that passion for what your business should be. And I even look back now, you know, I, when you're starting as a photographer, you're like, Oh, I want to shoot everything. I want to shoot birthdays. I want to shoot this. I want to do that. And I totally did that. But my passion, once I found it was the wedding world and now I'm in it and I love it. Yes. That's so beautiful. Thank you for all of that. That was just such a beautiful way of saying what it is for you and being an entrepreneur. And 
I love what you said about balance because that's one of the things I see women do is like, oh, I have to work so much. I can't spend time with my family or my business and won't work. And that is not true. You are your own boss. You get to decide the hours you work. You have full power to create and still create the balance you want with it. And I love how you said that of you do this for your kids. And I believe in having multiple reasons for my business. I mean, it is for my mental health and to expand. And I love adding money to our family. And I love being an example to my kids. Like all of those things motivate me every day. And it's, there's hard days sometimes, but you still do it because you have that passion. And it's so expansive. I just keep saying the word expansive, but it's just so expansive for me. And I feel like I'm so much better of a mom. I'm so much more able to be who I really am in all the areas of my life by having this business and helping women. And I am so grateful that you could come and talk with us today, Candice. This has been so wonderful just to hear your perspective with having a business with your husband, being an entrepreneurial family and really how you've made it work and done a really good job at that. So thank you so much for being here today and I will see all of you next week. Thank you so much for listening today. And if this episode has helped you at all, all I ask is that you share it with somebody or leave a review. Doing these little things can change people's lives and it makes a big impact on how many people are able to hear what I am teaching and help us all thrive as women in business. All right. I will see you next week.